it sound like you didn't think any of my jokes were funny and you were like fake laughing a second after my hey welcome to snackdown i'm justin and this is remote andy andy, andy. <laughs> we are remote uh for a couple of reasons one of them is thanksgiving kind of yesterday and the other reason was just because the covid numbers are high so yeah they're high and we like to kind of stay ahead of it for now, and we hope that you are too. Yeah. Keep, and, uh, keep checking the news. If you have time to listen to this podcast, keep in touch with the news in your area. That's yeah. by public service announcement. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, this is kind of a last minute decision. And because of like the holiday shopping craziness, we kind of didn't uh, make our way out to like do something together. We will yeah. do something a little bit later that's the same, but we decided to just kind of talk about the holiday, I guess. And what we ate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, well, well, okay. So we're not not doing anything. We are doing something. It's just we're going to be doing leftovers. Yeah. And my leftovers probably look a lot different than yours. Oh, yeah. Because, uh, well, that's a whole thing. We'll get into that. <laughs> let's get into the thing. Well, let's start with yours. Okay. Uh, My story is a little bit of a downer, so oh. we'll start with an we'll start with an upper. Is Gam Gam okay? <laughs> yeah, Gam Gam is okay. Oh, thank goodness. Um, all right, so uh, it's not really an upper. I mean, it was low key. We just hung out, and um, I uh, let's see, I smoked for the second time uh, a ham. So, so how long did you smoke it for? I I smoked it for like two hours and fifteen minutes, and um, so it was previously smoked. It was just like your typical ham that you get from the grocery store you know, that mm-hmm. you're going to put in the oven. So it was already brined. It was already uh, smoked, like with hickory. So then all I did was smoke it for another two hours with um, pecan wood. So wow, I just I've did never like, heard of pecan wood. Oh, you've never heard of pecan wood? Sorry, pecan wood. Did that do it for you? <laughs> no, I've just, I mean, oh, yeah. is you that say, what they make? Do you say pecan I say or pecan. pecan? Yeah, pecan oh, okay. sandies. So maybe that's why you... Uh, what is, is it a pecan tree? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so I made it with uh pecan wood and, um, yeah, it, it, you know, it's kind of a lighter flavor, right? It's, you know, it's kind of like a fruit or nut tree and, mm-hmm. um, you know, when you get into like oak and maple, those types of woods or mesquite, you kind of get like more of a deeper smoky flavor. You know, when you stick with like the fruit woods, uh, you get, you know, it's a little lighter. So, um, so I think pecan was kind of like a good middle ground. And so I smoked yeah, it for two. And oh, you're mixing it with another spite or another smoke. Yeah, yeah, hickory pecan crossover. Because I mean, honestly, yeah. like when you're getting when you're getting like a ham that's already been like you know pre-smoked and stuff like that. I mean, smoke kind of really smooths out and disperses over you know weeks, months, however long it's been in the packaging. So as we've as we've seen with like um, the cheese episode, right? Um, so yeah, so I did that, and then I braised it in like a beer and chicken broth for mm-hmm. another three hours to get it to 140 and then got it in um while i was doing that i made like a brown sugar uh ground clove um cinnamon what else shit um uh worcestershire sauce and then kind of like my my rib rub uh so i nice. so I, I kind of got all that together oh and then like a um what did i do a, a mango and peach preserve oh wow just That's to really kind of yeah just to kind of like really put up my game and then um yeah so i did that i kind of got that nice and warm and like just pre-boiling i put that over everything once it was done braising threw that on into uh, a broiler or you know broil mode for three minutes get it nice and like really caramelized and start bubbling on the ham and then pulled it sounds really really good it's pretty darn good man now are you guys normally a turkey and ham on thanksgiving family uh i think we're primarily turkey you just wanted to do ham this year yeah i think so you know, I don't think we have to choose those. So initially, initially we were going to do Thanksgiving and we were going to do kind of like just like a little one here and then like just, you know, by ourselves. And then we we're going to kind of get together with the rest of Kalen's family. And just just with the COVID numbers, it's just been a little wild. So we're, you know, we're probably not going to get together with them or we're definitely not going to get together with them. But um, I am going to be smoking uh, two turkeys, like two 12 pounders on uh, Sunday. So, yeah, so I'm kind of, kind of, I mean, you can kind of pick, I guess, but why pick when you can have them both? Am I right, buddy? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was a pretty big ham. Yeah. It was an 11 well, pounder. You got leftovers now. When you, uh, you know, if you've got a vacuum sealer, you can really save a lot of, a lot of meat, like super easily. So, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't go to waste, which is nice. So, 
Travis, who was way back on the hot sauce episode, used leftovers of ham and turkey to make a Cuban. Yeah, he did. So you could do that same thing. I totally could do that. Is your ham maybe a little too sweet for that? Uh, no. I mean, so, so it's just like a sweet glaze. So like, really, I could like, just like get into the ham. Yeah. I, I could kind of pick away at some of the sugar. Mm-hmm. 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 What are you drinking, Andy? Um, a la croix, a raz cranberry la croix. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, I just kind of figured it was like a little festive. You know what I mean? I could have gone like yeah. just straight lime, but, uh, no, you know, and then, uh, and then we kind of made like a, um, I think Kellen made like a, uh, triple sec vodka and cranberry cocktail last night so well yeah and like a little lime juice too yeah yeah it was really good it was very festive looking so she's got a knack for that (laughs) that's a good good knack to have oh yeah (laughs) it's a great knack so what else did you have uh and then we had um so we had carrots and then we had roasted vegetables uh yeah so we had roasted carrots and then roasted beets yeah and those are from kaylin's garden correct yeah from kaylin's garden yeah she like pulled them yesterday so it's kind of cool that they survived essentially three snows at this point. But yeah, I mean, that's literally all that we had. And we didn't even get to really having plates. It was just that low key. And we were just kind of slicing off the ham and just eating it. <laughs> just like just like at the stove. <laughs> you were eating at the stove? Yeah. Well, the kids were kind of wild. And uh, yeah. it's kind of hard for them to... Like, settle down. I mean, Sit down, yeah. They're two and four, and, like, they just have a good synergy to them, so. It, and it's, like, it's funny with ho- uh, with holidays, especially Thanksgiving, when it's very, like, food-centric. Yeah. And you look at how much time you spent smoking and doing all that. Yep. And uh, They do not care. The, yeah, when you're two and four, you could care less about what it tastes like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the things that we didn't do, you know, we didn't do mashed potatoes. I mean, like, literally, those are the only two things that we did. <laughs> yeah it was just really low-key and i don't know it was just hanging out with the family we didn't have like a big dinner but um what'd you do man uh why was it so depressing (laughs) so wednesday uh my parents texted me and said my mom had had like a sore throat for like two days Uh uh-huh and she hadn't been tested so they didn't really know what it was yet yeah and she was like i'm probably fine but you know it's up to you whether you want to go over or not I decided not to just because who knows what it is. And that's I kind of wanted to like stop the spread instead of being like, screw it. It's Thanksgiving. Right, 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 right. Uh, yeah. So it was just me and my apartment. <laughs> wow. I uh, ate leftovers. I cleaned my fridge. I drank wine and I watched Blade Runner. Uh, the, the new one or? Um... The new one. Yeah. Nice. Not the real campy old one. I like the old one, but I do too. I want to watch still... the new one again. It's just like a little bizarre. It's a yeah. lot of bizarre. That like blonde it's... guy, not a fan. No, no. His like famous speech in the rain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Still not a fan. I think even Philip K. Dick would have been like, eh, "It's a little weird." <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, dude, that stinks. Yeah, and it was. Uh, it's probably nothing, but I was like, you know, not knowing. It's yeah. like if it was a normal day, I wouldn't. So why should I? Just be like, it's Thanksgiving. I'm going to risk yeah. it, you know. Yep. And I didn't just, I didn't want to do that. I wanted to think of other people. So I was like, eh, I guess I'll stay home. So that was my Thanksgiving. So like being on social media was like pretty depressing just because I'm like looking at all these like families and like dinners. And I was like eating my leftovers and chiseling away at a large bottle of Chianti. Nice. <laughs> did you uh, have but I do fava? have some food here. Did you have fava beans? No. Did, did they bring the... you food? No. Oops. That's why I'm saying I uh, I just ate leftovers Mrs. from my fridge. Mrs. Wisman, I so know we you're might, a listener. <laughs> we, we might do one later with my brother because his family, so, he was doing it with his wife's family. So you're literally like not eating like Thanksgiving leftovers right now for the episode? No, yeah. So I... <laughs> oh so God, I, man. <laughs> That's like kind of what the whole episode was. Yeah, I know. Oh, so I was like leading up to this. I'm like, well, this will be a little <laughs> kind of depressing. I feel bad about correcting you earlier. <laughs> I'm like, no, Justin, this is an episode about something. We have leftovers. <laughs> You're like, so what? I do have something. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I talked about this last Thanksgiving, but a couple years ago, I was we were talking about Thanksgiving food and I was saying like, there's never cheese on Thanksgiving. I'm like, what's up with that? <laughs> 
And everyone's like, you're right, there is no cheese on Thanksgiving. And so a few years ago, I decided to bring like an appetizer of a bunch of different cheeses. Uh huh. And so that just became tradition. Like the next Thanksgiving after that, my mom's like, you're bringing the cheeses, right? <laughs> I'm like, yep. <laughs> so it's just become a thing. So I have here the cheeses I was going to bring to Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, wow. So what cheeses do you have? So I have an award-winning three chili pepper gouda cheese. Mm. I have a mild triple cream brie cheese. Oh, that sounds good. And I have an apple smoked cheddar cheese. Dude, that sounds fantastic. I also got a wheel of camembert, but I usually heat that whole thing up in the oven and then you kind of like dip into it and I didn't want to do that by myself. So that's just still in the fridge. Are you eating the cheese right now? I'm going to, yeah. Do you mind if I I join you in cheese? Yeah, that's fine. Do you want to do cheese (laughs) after the break? Like cheese and a tail? Cheese and a tail? Like (laughs) cocktail? Yeah, that works. Okay. So what are you eating? You have leftovers. Uh, now I feel, <laughs> now I, I've never felt shitty about eating Thanksgiving leftovers before. <laughs> what, why do I feel like this? Uh, so I have the ham wow. and then the roasted vegetables. Looks so good. Can I, can I give you some? Put it in the, uh, the computer food slot. Yeah. Beep, boop, boop, boop. Transmitting. <laughs> mm. uh, you do have the wine, so that's that. <laughs> It technically is leftovers. That's true. Yeah. I've been, this is a huge bottle of wine. I swear I'm on glass 10. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm not sure if I would admit that. Are they, are they baby Not pours? today. But so you're admitting to like eight or nine glasses yesterday? <laughs> no, I think I had maybe like five yesterday. I also had a, <laughs> this, uh, so Don, that uh-huh. I work with, who will Sup, be Don? on the podcast someday. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do a desserts with Don episode. Oh, we have uh, to have like some sort of. And he was he he's like a professional at these desserts, and he was making a crockenbush for Thanksgiving. Have you heard of this? No, it sounds amazing. What is that? It's like a tree of pastries. It was just like a it's a triangle tree with like little tiny pastries that are stacked on top of each other, and then there's like sugar drizzled. It's just weird. If you look up a picture of it, it's kind of crazy. Alexa, find me a crockenbush. <laughs> and it's not like a shoe in a tree. It's uh, <laughs> uh oh, that's not spelled at all like I thought it was spelled. It looks more bougie of a spelling. C R O Q U E M B O U C H E. Crokenbush. Yeah. Nice. But I can't remember why I brought up Don. Is it because oh, there's yeah. 12 yard large egg yolks in there? <laughs> yeah. So Don had these things in the fr- work fridge for like forever. They've been in there sitting there for a year. They're like uh cocktail mixers that he didn't like. Yeah. And I've been meaning to like grab them. Because they're just sitting in there, and he's like, ah, you can have them if you want. And it was a chai pina colada mix that you, like, put with rum. <laughs> I don't <laughs> he's like, like it. I didn't like it. Yeah. And so that that was in my fridge, and I'm like, eh, today's a good day chai. to give this a go. <laughs> you had that yesterday? Yeah. Chai pina colada. Sounds, is yeah. it, was it awful? At first, I was like, this is weird. But then as the drink went, it was okay. <laughs> just imagine that chai spice with, like, pineapple. Just imagine someone like taking that sort of experimental, eh, I guess, I don't know, that didn't really make it to the books for next year, and then like canning that, you know? I have more of it in my fridge, and there's more at work. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> Interesting. Are you So you're drinking the Chianti right now? Mm-hmm. Is that how you say it? Chianti? 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 I don't know. Uh, it's definitely not Chianti. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm waiting on this cheese, correct? Do, would you like to? Would you like to wait? Yeah, it's fine. I mean, we don't. I, I like don't want you to like go without eating. Um, let me try the uh, let me try the carrots though. Very good carrots. I'm actually not. So that, these are huh? these are cooked carrots, right? Yeah, they're roasted, like lightly. And seasoned. how do they reheat? Did you use a microwave or did you use the oven? I'm eating all of this cold. In oh, true, you're eating cold. Yeah, in true oh. leftover fashion. Yeah. Nice. One thing that yeah. we did not have that um, you know really makes Thanksgiving for me besides well, there's all. <laughs> We only had two things yesterday, so I really could have picked from the list. But we didn't have mashed potatoes, and then we didn't have pie. Oh wow! No pie. But you yeah, didn't I kept have seeing pie all either. I see is pictures of pie, and I'm like, yeah. Ugh. And I was like, I bet Annie's eating some great pie because Kaylin. I'm not because she didn't. She's like, I made you two pies earlier this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had like my punch card out, and the, all of the punches were like punched. Yeah. There's not like a free pie at the end of the punches either. Yeah, when it's you like, run out of the, you just can't get that's pies it. anymore. That's it. <laughs> I burned them up on all the strawberry rhubarb, too, at the beginning of the year. Oh, yum. Mmm. Yum. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Now, it's just like, 
it was fun to just like put on like real depressing music and you scroll <laughs> you scroll through like Instagram and you don't get the the sound from the videos so it's just like your music is like the soundtrack to these like touching family gatherings <laughs> be, be honest you were listening to Gary Jewell's rendition of Mad World <laughs> yeah of course all around me are familiar faces <laughs> But it's not <laughs> Mad World. <laughs> That's a good song. Mm-hmm. A little Donnie Darko throwback, right? Yeah. So how does Kaylin roast her vegetables? I don't know. She just puts them in the oven. <laughs> does she do like spices or does she just um, kind of cook them? It depends. I mean, I think this time around, I think she was very light in the spices. But yeah, I mean, typically you just kind of toss them in a little bit of oil, just like a light oil, yeah. and then just roast them up there, man. Yeah, but the beets are cool. good. Yeah. Do you have a, can you yeah. hold up a beat? Yeah. Through the Google pixelated camera, it kind of looks like a chunk of meat. Yeah, it does. I'm, I gotta say, I'm not like the hugest beat guy, uh, but my kids, they, they actually go, they go nuts about them. They love beets and I'm not going to tell them otherwise. Beets have a very unique flavor, I, I feel. They have like a sweetness, but it's not like a sugary sweetness. It's very earthy sweetness. Yeah, but it's uh, good with salt. Like I like beets with a little bit of salt. I will say, you know, so I think we still have like maybe 15 to 20 carrots uh, still out in the garden. So, you know, I won't chase you out with a double barrel shotgun. But if so, if you want to kind of take like four or five carrots or something like that, I can just say it was a rabbit. <laughs> Kalen's getting out the gun or something. No, yeah. no. <laughs> Kalen's got the billy club. I have a large rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> a costume. I have a large rabbit suit. Yeah, it's the Donnie Darko. That's a bunny. Ba- yeah, that's another Donnie Darko. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Kellen comes out with a billy club and just goes, "I want to watch him suffer." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> takes her garden very seriously. <laughs> um, so I didn't think I was going to be able to go climbing again this year because it's kind of dipping into the 30s and stuff like that but i did go the day before thanksgiving yeah yeah it, that's all and it was kind of cold out and chilly but you weren't have, wearing a shirt yep that's kind of is it is it easier to climb that way arguably i look cooler <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was just wondering if it was like uh look how cut i does am it pump you, or... does, it, does it pump you up <laughs> uh i don't know you kind of don't want to put your bare chest onto a 35 degree rock wall <laughs> so it is for looks <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was all for looks. It was very so, cool. Did you do a new route this time? Uh, I did one new route, yeah. One of the things that I'm trying to get into is literally crack climbing. So you're climbing cracks. It, it sounds painful, but if you wear like, I wear like a crack glove, or you can wear like, just kind of like tape your hand up or whatever. So you're kind of put, you're making your hand as thin as possible, and then you're slotting it in. You just kind of have to like adapt to, you know, how wide or narrow the crack is, and mm-hmm. then you can just climb it right up. When I'm imagining a crack glove, I'm thinking of a glove that inflates. So, like, what you stick your hand in, and then it goes, and then it's, like, thicker, so then you're just, like... (laughs) Yeah, I've got, like, one hand that just goes in, and then I've got, like, the blood pressure cuff, like, uh, pump. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then I, like, kind of, like, shimmy my feet up, and then I'm, like... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then, like, my hand is just kind of, like, pulsing. And I'm like, okay, it's supposed to happen like that. And then I'm like, oh, my blood pressure's 150 over 89. Like, that's not that good. <laughs> so it's nothing like that. Uh, it's it's a lot of nothing like that. Okay. <laughs> Would it kinda... be really easy to twist or break your hand? No. Wait, why? Like, if you fell, because you're still lead climbing, right? You're still in a, uh, like, a like sport You're climb. attached to the wall, right? Yeah, I'm always attached. But you can still fall, like, five feet, correct? Yeah. Okay. But yeah. if your hand is stuck in a crack. No. So stuck is not the right word. So imagine uh, this box is like the crack or whatever, right? But so I'm like slotting my hand in. Do you see it? Mm-hmm. And, th- and this is going to make for great podcast content. <laughs> you put your hand in and like, you know, there's like a lot of wiggle room as you're putting your hand in. So then you kind okay. of like basically. I'm imagining a crack that you're just fitting your hand in. No, 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 no. I would not do that. That's yeah. pretty fell i would never do that. that's what so, i was thinking yeah so like basically like you, you're going in like real skinny and then you kind of like touch your now everyone listening at home i don't know if this will be cut or not but everyone touch your thumb to your the base of your middle finger all right so that's kind of the first part of the move and then the second part of the move is you kind of gently bend all four of your fingers down a little bit and so when that's in a crack that like you can easily put your hand in otherwise it really like just jams it up so you're you're making your thumb the handhold that you need uh, no, 
not really at all. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 having your thumb like that and then you're kind of bending your fingers down, that kind of puts you in like more of a kind of a manageable, powerful mm-hmm. move to kind of like make your whole hand a little bigger. So when you're climbing, you you know, it uses a lot of arm strength, a lot of leg strength. Okay. Does crack climbing require a lot of like hand strength? That you don't use in a normal climb? Yeah. And actually, so one of the best ways that you can work on that is you take, like, say, a small weight. You know, start with, like, mm-hmm. 10 pounds or whatever at first. And then, like, lay your hand down and then literally put that weight over it and then just do the exact same maneuver that I was telling you about. So so do you uh, take off your shirt and lift weights at home but only with your hands? <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I'm like vlogging, no shirt. I'm, like, hey, well, it's hand day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this Chianti. Uh-huh. Is a red wine, and supposedly it's supposed to be chilled, which I thought was weird for red. Uh, okay. Right? There's not many reds that you chill. They're, they're usually better warm. Yeah, okay. So I put it in the fridge, you know, and then I pulled it out, and just not good cold. No? And then, like, as it got warmer, it was better, warmer, and now I just leave it out, and it's at room temperature, it's good. Is it sweet? It's dry, but it's on the sweeter side, I think. So maybe like a semi-sweet or a semi-dry? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like somewhere in, in the middle. It's also a little bit, there's a little bit of a sour to it. Maybe that's to kind of, maybe the coldness is to subdue the sourness. I'm looking up why is Chianti served. Served cold. It's like chilled. So it's probably not right from the fridge. Mm. Chilling is like 50 or 60 degrees. So I think you fridge it and then take it out maybe like an hour before. You fridge it. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so, so the, okay. I think I was right. Who is this from? VoyagedGurks.com. <laughs> the most trusted Chianti wine uh, enthusiast. Let me, let me check somewhere else. <laughs> no, I mean, this is a straightforward answer, so I'm just going to use it. Thanks, VoyagedGurks.com. It's with, <laughs> and, and the Gurks is an X, so it's G-E-R-X. Anyway, so you serve a glass of chilled Chianti because it is very acidic, so mm-hmm. it makes a, a smoother finish to the aftertaste effect. I mean, yeah, I can see it's very acidic. That's why I'm thinking it's a little bit sour, like I said. But when it was chilled, it was almost tasteless. You know, like it, the chilling of it, I felt like smoothed it out so much that there wasn't much taste. It was just kind of like Justin, like Justin Happy Juice. Yeah, at th- that point, <laughs> it's like it's like red water. That's like woo, <laughs> S- silly juice. Well, do you want to bust out some cheese, have a cocktail, and be right back? Yeah. Uh, Well, okay, we'll be right back, and then we'll do this. And then we'll have cheese and a cocktail. Yeah, sounds good. (laughs) Weirdest episode of Snackdown ever. We just come back, and we're just like, wow, that was good. (laughs) Oh, we were supposed to record. Okay. Well, we'll be right back, and... uh, And we'll actually have something that we both have. Yeah. This this time. Yeah. Something, something left over in a bit. Well, the rest of the... the, Well, I guess not. What? I was going to say the rest of this episode is the leftovers, but really, I think when people listen to it, it's the leftovers. Maybe this is the do-overs. Maybe you and I are having the snack down Thanksgiving after the break. This is my first Thanksgiving this year, actually. (laughs) That's sad. (laughs) But nonetheless, we will celebrate it. (laughs) So we'll be back. Bye. Bye. And we're back in remote still, so it's a little <laughs> weird timing. And I get to eat something. <laughs> this is my first Thanksgiving meal. Cheese. Oh man. Well, do you wanna do you wanna go around the table and talk about what we're thankful for? Are you starving? Or <laughs> I'm thankful for having a friend to remotely Thanksgiving with. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's drink to that with a old fashioned. <laughs> Mm. So we're doing an old-fashioned one because we've never done it before. Two, I've never had one before. And three, what? we both had all the ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most important part. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're going to like it. Mm. Yeah. So what bourbon did you use? Uh, I forget. It had a guy's name on it. and So I used Eagle Rare. which is, I like Eagle Rare. Yeah. Oh, Isaac so, Bowman. That's what I used. Oh, nice. It's fine. What you... It says, so I'm looking up the like kind of history of this. Oh, of the old-fashioned? Yeah, and it says, if you're a history buff, you could draw a straight line connecting this drink to the first recorded definition of the cocktail category, circa 1806. Wow. Which calls uh, for spirits, sugar, water, and bitters, which is basically what this is. That's 100% exactly. what this is. Yeah. yeah. So what do you think about it? It's good. Did you take the orange peel and... 
So I only, again, had like a tangerine or a clementine. Okay. That's still fine, it's still right? Citru- yeah, it's similar. So I kind of took that. I rubbed it around the rim of the glass and mm-hmm. then dropped it in. Mm-hmm. So basically what you're doing with this is you're taking a little bit of sugar, water, and bitters, and you're kind of mixing it and muddling the sugar into that first. Now, you could use simple syrup, but that's uh, it's suggested to do it this way. This is like the real way of doing it. Mm-hmm. And then you pour a little bit of bourbon in with a lot of ice. And then you do what we just said. You rim the glass with orange and toss it in. So it's it still has the, the major flavor is bourbon because that's the main ingredient. But it still kind of mellows it with the water and then makes it gives it a little bit of a bitter sweetness from the bitters and the sweets. <laughs> uh, I just want you to go around and just describe everything in my life for me. <laughs> or, or if like Justin, um, Justin, if you like took up a job. Where you like described scenes for blind people? Oh you're yeah, like, you're like, yep, they're still talking very talkingly, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and it has a little bit of an orange. I feel like I'm tasting orange, but I think I'm just smelling it. I mean, in my opinion, like I like drinks like this because they are cold. Mm-hmm. They also have like, I mean, the bitters. I think you know, since this is such like a a reduced cocktail, the bitters like really shine here, and then also like you said, like the bourbon it's bourbon forward and there's like not a lot of other things that are like Mm -hmm. kind of and so detracting in the description of it you know when you're reading about the cocktail they say it should be a good bourbon and that's probably why because that's the main flavor it's not getting hidden under a bunch of different types of sweetness and liqueurs Mm -hmm. and so it's said to if you wouldn't sip it by itself don't use it in an old-fashioned yeah i mean it is muted you probably could but you know the ice ice does different things to bourbon, right? Like just But I think the quality of the bourbon would really change the flavor of this drink. 100%. Whereas it, yeah. whereas like the rum you're using in a piña colada, I don't think it's going to change too much because it's getting lost in so much pineapple and coconut and all that. And yeah. colada. And the piña and the colada, yeah. <laughs> this tastes colada. <laughs> there he goes again describing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tasting a colada okay. piña in this. That's a whole colada piña in there. <laughs> So you're having you're having your cheese too, huh? Yep. Had my first bite. Um, this is the apple smoked cheese who, on a who, little bit of a water cracker. Who made it? This is a Wisconsin cheese. It's his Car Valley cheese. It's also an award winner. So I've got two award winners here. <laughs> you know, I'd like, <laughs> I'd like to think Snackdown is an award winner too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Car Valley original. This white cheddar is lightly smoked with applewood, then hand rubbed with paprika for an unforgettable look and taste. So it's got a little like a little uh, redness paprika. Yeah, the the let me see if I can show you. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it like looks the top smoked. Is, it is smoked yeah. though, right? Yeah, it is smoked. Okay. And uh it's got a very similar so you made me smoked cheese once. Mhm. What did you smoke it with? Uh probably so like the chips that I have and like the pellets that I have. I think I only have apple and maple. And sometimes yeah. I just do a combination. So. so this reminds me a lot of your cheese. That's great. That's high praise. Yeah. That's and awesome. so I'm wondering if maybe it was the apple wood that you smoked it with, which is why it's like <laughs> such a similar flavor. Yeah, I might have. So what are you eating? It's like a yellow cheddar, just like a typical like yellow sharp cheddar. And uh, I smoked that for I think like two and a half or three hours. Um, October 3rd, I, I said on the on the packaging. But it was um, it was apple and maple. So it's pretty yummy. Cool. It's very yummy. It, it, it mellowed out really nicely because we're kind mm. of, we're at like almost two months after I smoked it. So this like paprika crust doesn't taste like anything. Mm-hmm. It looks cool, but the it's so thin. It's like paper thin. And then I like licked it and it didn't taste like anything. <laughs> so I'm going to read, I'm going to eat this. So this is the award winning three chili pepper Gouda. I'm a little confused though. Why? They put three, so hold a- on. They put three chili peppers in there or... Th- like total or three different chili peppers in there. So how would you define a chili pepper? Uh, that band. Probably that band. The red hot ones? Yeah. <laughs> right? Those guys? <laughs> yeah. yeah. How, I don't know. How do you define a chili pepper? So I didn't think these were chili peppers. So the third ingredient, the pickled flavoring mix, is chipotle, habanero, and jalapeno peppers. Uh, chipotle, but okay. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> later there's a dried flavoring mix, which is chipotle, habanero, and bell peppers. Okay. So where's the chili peppers? Is chipotle, bell. habanero, and jalapeno, are those all chili peppers? Yes, they are. So a bell is bell is a chili pepper. 
A bell peppers and chili pepper? Yeah. So many and common varieties. Hold on. Many common varieties of capsicum anunum and or anuum. Uh, bell peppers, wax peppers. Never heard of that. Cayenne peppers, jalapenos, Thai peppers, chiltepin, um, chiltepin, and all forms of New Mexico chili. Uh, and then capsicum frutensens <laughs> includes malagueta, Tabasco, piri piri, and Malawian gambuzi. <laughs> I'm so glad you're reading it because I always get stuck reading those. It's very bad. And then capsicum <laughs> chinens includes mm. the hottest peppers such as naga, habanero, datil, and scotch bonnet. So there's a lot of these are a lot of our peppers that we normally eat are chili peppers. That's right, bud. That's so crazy. Including bell peppers. So, you but, know, honestly, you but could don't just you do have like, like a chili pepper spice? Like, isn't that just like people put like chili pepper? Are you talking about chili powder? Yeah, like chili powder. But that could be anything because there's so many different types of pepper. Chili powder is a blend of chile peppers and other spices, including cumin, peppercorn, oregano, and salt. So it doesn't say what peppers. Um, <laughs> it, 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 I guess it depends. This because, is so good, though. What is? This three chili pepper gouda. Mm. It kind of smells like fish, but... Uh, I don't think that's in any of the powder. <laughs> Wait, so the, the cheese smells like fish? A little bit. Throw it out, man. <laughs> <laughs> cheese really shouldn't smell like fish i'm not i'm not the health department but i'd like to see the lot number on that <laughs> only up close it's not like woo fish it's uh, like a like a fishy smell do you like gouda you a gouda guy yeah i like gouda i don't really know what makes something a gouda and not gouda this is turning into a cheese episode huh yep <laughs> <laughs> the first oh my gosh the first mention of gouda cheeses in the area of the netherlands dates back to 1184 wow Cheese, ma- this is so weird. This is all from Wikipedia, by the way. Cheese making traditionally was a woman's task in Dutch culture. <laughs> like, sign me up. Like, right? Like, <laughs> the, make the, the cheese. The, I won't the, make the cheese. That's a woman's task. <laughs> yeah. And all the women are like, fine. Guys, it's like really good cheese, right? Like, you know how like awesome this is, right? Uh, let's see. It, it was a woman's task with farmers' wives passing their cheese making skills on to their daughters. Could you imagine being. A woman in 1184 in the Netherlands having just all boys. And, mm-hmm. you know, while at the same time, like, you are a badass cheesemaker and you're just looking at your progeny and going, Nary a soul to pass on my cheese skills. <laughs> well, it's like you keep trying to have a daughter, you keep having sons, which means the amount of cheese you have to make is growing. But the helpers to make the cheese yeah. is you're not getting any help. I mean, like, really, like, that's going to be, like, a skip-a-generation problem. Because with the first mm-hmm. kids, like, you could keep up. But once your family tree gets to, like, 64 big, bad. Yeah. Big, you think bad. people got married just for cheese? Dude, people have died just for cheese. <laughs> uh, this is good cheese. Hell, I would. Yeah, I'm going to I... go on to my uh, my last cheese here. Can, can I talk about the, um, a the little bit of the process of Gouda? Oh, yeah, yeah. Go for it. <laughs> besides oral uh, tradition. And, <laughs> besides and... <laughs> the women making it. That's as far as we got. <laughs> uh, so actually, well, let me heck with the process. But I do want to talk about kind of like what Gouda is described as. Because I know that I like Gouda, but I couldn't necessarily be like oh yeah definitely tastes like this gouda is described as having a flavor that is lightly fudgy i could see that in terms of the consistency with nuts but very very mild so it's like nutty and then has the consistency of maybe a fudge Hmm. it's a really anything in there about the fish smell uh people with bad taste might attribute this to a fishy flavor it's weird (laughs) just kidding (laughs) i kid i kid uh so actually uh if you're classifying Gouda, a young Gouda cheese would be four weeks, and then the very old cheese would be considered 12 months or more, which is not mm. like a lot when we think in terms of like age, right? Especially when you're going from young to very old. It's not like- Well, a... no, no. There's a bunch of like middle, but I just wanted oh. to kind of give you the two. No, I know. <laughs> but like the very old isn't very, isn't very old. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Yeah. 12. Yeah. I mean, because old, it's called old cheese when it's 10 to 12 months old, I guess. Anyway. I mean- I consider that old cheese when it's in my fridge for 10 to 12 months. Yeah. Those aren't pretty consistent aging conditions, though, are they, Justin? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You went on to your next cheese. What next cheese are you having? So I'm just having a mild triple brie. Oh, great. Triple cream triple cream brie. It's got that nice, like, sour brie taste. Are you a brie guy? Mm-hmm. It's got that- Big you, brie guy. Oh, yeah. And you don't- You avoid the rind, though, right? Um, I don't savor the rind. You're a rind man, aren't you? Yeah, I like the rind. Sometimes I make a rind sandwich. 
Disgusting. <laughs> you could have my rind all day, right? Isn't that what the kids do with the rollerblades? Uh, grind. <laughs> <laughs> Those boot scooters. <laughs> I forget like what the derogatory term that roller skaters or rollerbladers had for um for skateboarders. Wood skateboarders. pushers or, or board pushers or some dumb. I thing. feel like rollerbladers would have more animosity towards like roller skaters. You know. Oh, you think they just like kind of keep shoving it down, like downhill? No, but like roller skaters have like the four wheels there in like a square. Rollerbladers yeah. are like. I think most people line. listening to Snack Down. <laughs> no, but do you think they're like? But you're describing it for blind people that have never touched roller skates. I get it. Like, <laughs> uh, um, I don't think necessarily animosity is the word. I think they would probably, especially if you're like doing roller blade moves, you're probably just shoving your aggression back towards the skateboarders, right? I don't think you're going to see like someone on roller skates like at a skate park. Well, that's what I'm saying. Because roller skaters, if they were like trying to roller skate where the rollerbladers were, they'd be like... Ostracized? Yeah, because... You, like, Depends on if there's know. a gang of them or not. Because it's almost like riding a tricycle with people that are riding a bicycle. You know what I mean? Mm, I don't think so. Dude, have you ever been <laughs> no. on roller skates? They're tough. Have you never been on roller skates? I have when I was like really young. And then like the only oh way to God. stop the break on roller skates is like tipping your feet forward, which is like the act of falling, isn't it? I don't. Seems, seems kind of weird. You're, I think if you roller skate enough, you probably have a better way to stop than those. Mine was just turning into the grass. <laughs> Did you did you ever go to like a roller rink? Yeah. Mm-hmm. On roller skates? Yeah, and you go in the circle for like hours. Yeah. Yes. And like there's like the flashing lights and the colorful carpet. And everyone's sweaty as hell. And there's like really crappy pizza there. Man, we should do that for Snackdown. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Like rent out a roller rink? Yeah. And just have Katie film us. Just you and me. <laughs> yeah. Skating D- to... <laughs> DJ, play that song again. <laughs> You know, it's Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> yeah. What's <laughs> oh, in game, Brownie beer. What's your favorite so, medium for cheese? I really like these, like, water crackers. And they're unsalted because I like being able to taste, like, mostly the cheese. Like, so saltines, I love saltines, but they're also really salty. And I feel game. like depending, yeah. on, depending on what cheese you're tasting, the salt kind of, like, Takes away from that cheese flavor. Mm. So I, I think like an unsalted water cracker is just delicious. Wow. You're a real cheese taster, hey? Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm a Triscuit man. What are you looking at me like that for? I'm a Triscuit man. <laughs> I mean, I like Triscuits, but they have, they're still like full of flavor. Yeah. And then they're like, they just like fill your mouth with like dry shreds, which I feel like when you're trying to eat cheese. Yeah. I heard you say that you like Triscuits and then you said a bunch of things that you don't like about Triscuits. <laughs> I'm saying like when you're trying to eat something with a Triscuit. Let's kind of do like a rose thorns thing. So like, you know, say a compliment about Triscuits and then say something that's critical about tr- Triscuits. They're, they're, they're flavorful. Okay. Let's do a thorn. What, what's your favorite Triscuit? Original. Just, just like salty, like salty dry flakes. Yeah. With sea salt. Yeah. What's your favorite Triscuit? There's a garden herb Triscuit. That I think is pretty good. Okay, I could understand that being, like, extremely detracting from, a like, cheese. a cheese. We're not there, man. I just think, like, texture-wise, it's, like, it fills your mouth with those, like, it's like eating hay. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I could see maybe on, like, a soft cheese, like a brie, because it would kind of, like, mix in with the shreds. Yeah. But if you're eating, like, a hard cheddar or a gouda, I feel like it's nice just to sit on top of a water cracker. Okay. That's just my opinion. <laughs> Triscuit, you're doing great work, except you suck and you're not great with cheese. <laughs> you're so damn dry. Please leave. You're, you're not getting promoted for these reasons. Triscuit, please take all of your stuff with you when you leave this office. <laughs> mm. What I, what I like about an old fashioned is because it's said to add it's said to add uh, or or to stir the granulated sugar in until it nearly dissolved, and I did mm-hmm. that. You know, and then it says to gently stir everything together. Old fashions kind of start really sort of. You know, it's got like the essence of orange and, you know, it's got that on the nose and it's Mm -hmm. still kind of dry. When you get to the bottom, though, just because everything really hasn't been mixed together super well, it it gets really sweet. So it says like, while a barf spoon and syrup can cut your prep time in half, because you can use simple syrup, robs the drink of some of the weight and texture that makes it so appealing. If you want to make the drink like they did back in the 19th century, granulated sugar or sugar cube is the way to go. If you want to make the cocktail with more of a modern twist opt for simple syrup no just know that simple syrup adds a bit more water to your drink so you may need to adjust your ice and stirring accordingly i mean at a certain point 
the ice just kind of melts. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. It says uh, if it once you've mastered the bourbon old fashioned, try making it with rye because it makes it a little bit spicier. Apparently, mm. we had a um, we had a big get together last November December time. It was my grandmother's funeral, and um, we kind of had a get together afterwards. And I was just making. I probably made like 12 old fashions for people. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, it was a pretty big get together, but you know, a lot of people were just like, what's this? I'm like, it's an old fashioned drink up. And I think they liked it because people asked for more. So that's a good sign, right? It was but, also a funeral. So yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> but I, I will say like it, once you have the ingredients out, whether you're making one or, you know, five, it's not like the biggest deal because you're not using a shaker. Everything's like mm-hmm. right in the glass, right? So it does simplify yeah. it to a, you know, to a degree, I'd say, mm-hmm. right? So when you make a cocktail, what do you tend to like more in a cocktail? So this is like a more bitter, alcohol heavy cocktail. Yes. I think I like when I'm making a cocktail, I think I like it on the sweeter side. Yeah. Or um, like a more lighter carbonated, you know, something with, uh, like Either a club soda, or... club soda added, or something that's a little bit sweeter. I I tend to agree with you. This is like definitely more of um bitters. Kind of remind me of like a holiday drink, you know, mm-hmm. like especially if something's like very bitter forward. For some reason, an old fashioned reminds me of sort of like a wintertime drink, like mm-hmm. a wintertime festive drink. Maybe just as it's kind of like old timey, you know, mm-hmm. early eighteen hundreds is when this you know was first introduced, and it's just kind of you know kind of a similar similar thing. Yeah. I do like it as I get down to like the sweeter parts. Mm-hmm. Maybe we, um, speaking of holiday, maybe we do another round of uh, milk punch. Oh, yum. That would you so be good. up for that? I would because you're making it. What? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I'll have to find a way to, to perfect it. Like, or not to perfect it, but kind of Tell like. Tell Kaylin it's a woman's task. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if she slaps me, I totally deserve that. <laughs> Back in it's, the days of milk punch, the women's task was it's a, straining it's a, the cheese. Yeah. Uh, she'll be like, okay, here's the children. And I'll be like, nope, I'll make the milk punch. <laughs> You're like, it's a woman's task. And she's like, there's the door. Get out. <laughs> um, but it's cold out there. <laughs> <laughs> the camper's not warm yet. <laughs> um, this is good though, but yeah, I think I, I think I tend to like if I'm having a cocktail, not not like all the way to like pina colada sweetness, but I think I just like a little bit of a sugary sweetness. And if I'm going for something that's more like bourbon heavy or something like this, I usually yes. just tend to have a bourbon. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, you can you can modify your old fashioned however you mm-hmm. want it. Like it, say, because it asked for one teaspoon of sugar. Mm-hmm. Or was it a half teaspoon? It was a just half. a half teaspoon. Yeah, just a half teaspoon with a teaspoon of water and three dashes of Angostura. If you went full teaspoon of sugar, I think this would probably double your enjoyment, maybe. It's true. I wonder, so you're adding like a little bit of the orange peel in there with a little like orange rim. Yes. What if you added a little bit of triple sec or something? Like just like a tiny dash, like a drop, to really like make it more orange. I mean, you could do... So full disclosure, um, I accidentally grabbed the uh, orange bitters, oh, and yeah. so I started <laughs> pouring it in uh, to Kalen's drink, and um, then I realized that 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 was the wrong bitters to grab. So then I did regular bitters to my drink. So we'll kind of see what she thinks at the end of that. <laughs> I mean, Maybe, it, yeah. it wouldn't add any sweetness to it, but but yeah, I mean, yeah. just a uh, just like a really really orange flavor. So yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's very good. So you good. were you were talking about like bitters, and in, in terms of like an old timey drink or like a holiday drink. Yeah. So there's a drink that I make quite frequently, and I really like it. And we started drinking it at D and D. It's called a skeleton key, and it has eight dashes of bitters in it. We literally had that on the podcast. We did. Yeah. <laughs> no, we didn't. Uh, did we? Do you remember it? What else is in it? <laughs> so it's ginger uh, beer. Well, it's and, and, and gin, right? Yeah, it's gin. Gin, ginger beer. Okay, so we either made it on the podcast or I made it in like a work setting, like a kind of a casual cocktail hour at the end of the day. Like a, hey, it's yeah. COVID. Let's get through this. Yeah, I think I told you about it before. I think that's why. It's very good. Yeah. But it's interesting how much bitters goes into it. For mm-hmm. it being still a pretty sweet drink, just because I think it still has like the ginger beer and the, I think it has lime juice and gin. Yeah, it's a very I think simple drink. syrup too. It's got simple syrup. Does it? I think so. 
No. Maybe not. <laughs> I'm just like spouting things now. <laughs> You're like, I think it's got a skeleton in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very orange though, right? It, it's yeah, kind of very like a, orange. It's kind of like tagged as like a Halloween drink. Well, you're supposed to float t- the bitters and then drink it with a straw. Weird. But I just stir them in because I don't have Do a Do the straw. bitters kind of like droop down like kind of octopus? Well, they sit on top. I may say drink it with a straw because if you drink, if you take a sip of it with the bitters sitting on top, it's going to be like all bitters and mm-hmm. be pretty strong. Hmm. So I'm like, well, I don't have a straw and I'm not going to sip bitters. So I'm just going to stir it in. Hmm. So Yeah, I just stirred mine in when yeah. I made ours. Yeah. I think it's good. It's very good. I hear a little kid. Hi. <laughs> you want to say hi to Justin? Here, come here. Wani. 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 You aren't wearing underwear. Hold on. Here, hold on. How are you? Good. You're good? Are you That's podcasting, good. bud? Yeah. Did you uh, enjoy Thanksgiving? Yeah. Yeah, good. <laughs> Me, Lola. Me, Mama. Her. <laughs> Yeah. I hear you like stroopwaffle. Do you like stroopwaffles? Yes. Say snack down. Snack down. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> say, sna- <laughs> say snack down. Snack down. Yay. Awesome. awesome. All right, bud. Okay, I'm going to finish up my episode with him, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I love you. Wow. Good job, bud. That was pretty cool. <laughs> so we got interrupted by my kids, and that's just kind of what happens with remote snacking. Mm-hmm. And we love it. Oh, man. Dude, this smoked cheddar is... Mm-hmm. I've just been like... Seriously amazing. I've almost eaten the whole Gouda. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Marcus would be proud. He would. And now I'm working my way into this uh, triple cream brie. So, mm. well, I guess we could uh, wrap up here. It was a great Thanksgiving, man. It was. This was my Thanksgiving meal. <laughs> Kind of, I mean, kind of mine too. Like, I didn't have a plate yesterday, so kind of joining you a little bit. I'm sure you ate over the sink. Yeah, stove. So funny. There's a uh, Portlandia skit Mm -hmm. about like it's kind of joking about like eating over the sink. Like, it's like Mm -hmm. a bachelor or like a single person, Mm -hmm. and like there's a restaurant where you just get your own sink and you can eat over it. And I, uh, I never thought it, I never thought it was very funny until one day, living alone in my apartment, I was eating over the sink, and I'm like. Oh, mm-hmm. I get it now. <laughs> it is not worth doing dishes. Yeah. I just made something. I'm like, it's going to take me a couple of minutes to eat this. I'm mm-hmm. like, just started eating over the sink and I'm like, I get it. <laughs> do you ever just like cup your hands and drink water out of your hands, your cupped hands? Yeah, I do. Yeah. And I realized, I think our, your hand size, there's a lot of jokes about hand size, you know? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> Enlightenment. But I think, I think your hand size fits with your gulp size. So if you what? like get a handful of water. What are you water, talking about? <laughs> if you get a handful of water. Okay. Right, it's like your exact like one gulp. Uh, Try it. What if it's more than that? But you, maybe that's like, okay, okay, how so, big your hands are. Like, oh, that guy's got big gulps, you know? <laughs> they call me big gulp. Do you, yeah. do you think that, okay, but do you think that like you could drink more than that gulp? Like, do you, do you think that your gulp could be bigger, but your hands are the limiting factor? I mean, it's probably a pretty big gulp. I don't think not... it's like the 100% gulp size, but I think it's like, if I'm taking a nice big drink of water. It's not the like m- one... max, max gulpacity? It's not the, it's not the max gulpacity, no. <laughs> but it's like one good drink of water. I don't think, like if you had two small of hands and it was like a sip, you know what I mean? That's pseudoscience. I think I think uh, <laughs> I think your hand size matches your gulp size. There are literally that's, no valid points about that. That's just in science. <laughs> <laughs> just in science. <laughs> just in science, where you learn something possibly true. <laughs> I have a whirlwind of children running around me right now. Yeah, so we should end this thing. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, well, ha- happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving to you, man. This is our second Thanksgiving. Yeah, with it's crazy. This, with Snackdown. When we hit May, it'll be it's going to be May. years. Yeah. Of doing it's going to be May. May. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be two full years of Snackdown, which is kind of crazy. We're coming it's, up on uh, episode 100. That's in 12 episodes or something like that. That's kind of crazy. Oh, yeah. It's only 12 episodes? No, it's 18 episodes. Oh, yeah. Flip the... (laughs) Old-fashioned. You're like, old-fashioned, 
Back in my day, we didn't do math. <laughs> <laughs> Arithmetic is a woman's task. <laughs> <laughs> With cheese making, <laughs> lawmaking, running the world. <laughs> yeah. We're a couple of dandy boys. <laughs> uh, yeah. So thanks for listening today. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and you can find this episode and others like it on Spotify iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and a bunch of other places. You can go to our website at www.snackdownpod.com. Mm-hmm. You can support us on patreon.com slash snackdown. And you can give us a call and leave us just a random voicemail if you want at 315-313-5456. So happy Thanksgiving. Hope it was fun and safe and not as lonely as mine. <laughs> Yikes. And- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Just, um, guys, just kind of reach out to Justin every once in a while, all right? I'm I'm trying. I'm trying. (laughs) It's remote now. It's tough. We're just hanging out in a closet. I'm in the closet, (laughs) and he's just chilling in his normal snack down spot. Talking to a movable painting. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) From an 1802 lens. (laughs) (laughs) And I bet they did smoked cheese back then. They Mm. smoked cheese. They were just lighting up cheese. Yeah, like rolling it. They're like, I don't know about tobacco, but I'm pretty sure this is bad for your lungs. <laughs> yeah, this Gouda is strong. <laughs> <laughs> 10 out of 10 doctors agree, you should not smoke cheese. <laughs> All right, well. Happy, happy Snacksgiving. Have a great and safe week. Eat lots of leftovers if you have them. If not, oh, yeah. eat some cheese and Chianti like I did. All right, All see right. you snack back. Cool. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. Well, Art Linkletter was the original. Who in the hell is Art Linkletter? This is the one that started it. Why do you know that? (laughs) Because I'm a mountain of facts. Just in science. You cross your arms. Yeah, just in science. More than just science.